Blog Talk Radio. YPA Entertainment Radio live here on Balive Talk, Colin Alonzo. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, if not live, then appreciate you downloading this episode or any of our platforms we have available uh, that broadcast NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, speaking of which, as a reminder, I mentioned last week we are shutting things down here at Block Talk in mid to late April, uh, moving to a new home base uh, platform called Riverside.fm. Uh, so that will probably be in early May um, for that, but we'll still have the other platforms of Apple, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and so forth. Um, you'll have an option to listen to the audio version or see in the video version. Um, on those platforms, obviously, obviously you want to go on your way to work or doing whatever, running errands, hit the audio, but you'll sit down and relax or whatever. Then you'll have the video side of NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, normally this month I will have the all-female playlist, but because I'm shaking things up and uh, have a, a surprise or two coming down the pipeline, uh, we're going to push that back because it may mess up the whole feng shui of everything. But I did add a little sprinkle, a couple more tracks on uh, February's playlist, which was I realized I barely played. It has so much stuff on there. I maybe played it one time, if that. February since we started in uh, mid to late mid February since February is the uh, the shortest month anyway so I kind of just jazzed it up a little bit at a few more tracks and then there's still songs that I looked through that I barely even played from before that um that will definitely uh, play for this month of March and also I would say later on I must say later on. I'll say about later on, by no later than midnight-ish, check out the platforms. A little bonus content, a little surprise for you guys. It will be revealed, and it'll check it out. So it'll be on the platforms, the other platforms, not Block Talk, um, and just check that out. So you'll see it. We post on social media. We'll check out. Surprise will be revealed, which might lead to another surprise and so forth. So got this thing for you guys. You guys will really enjoy what NYP and Team Radio will have for you. So check it out later on. I ain't going to say what it is, but a little bonus content for you guys uh, from NYP Entertainment Radio. A little gift from NYP Entertainment Radio to you guys. Like I said, you guys deserve it. You've been supporting us, and I've seen you with the downloads and everything. Appreciate it so much to take the time out to listen to NYP Entertainment Radio, telling everyone and you sharing the content and, and the whole nine. Much love to you guys as always. And, uh, We'll keep uh, banging out the hits for you and uh, keep it entertaining, keep it classic. 
through the class, I should say. And uh, that's it, man. Let's get this ball rolling. We got a lot of things to get into. Um, Jada Kiss dismisses a versus rematch with Jim Jones. Um, <laughs> no, thank, uh, yeah, no, thank you, Jada Kiss says. Uh, not, not, uh, no, not with, not with his group or my himself. Jada simply has no interest. In fact, Jada dismisses Jim Jones' desire for the rematch. Need to say, last year's epic matchup between Dipset and the Locks proved to be timeless. As a matter of fact, the top five BOA candidates a lyrical polish steals the show. More, uh, moreover, it, it is the Locks' lopsided victory that pesters the Harlem crew. That, uh, that's right. Um, that's right. Deflated eagles are still dragging the ground. Uh, so since then, Jim Jones appears, uh, especially Vex, uh, generally speaking, capo-assisted on a rematch. Well, for some reason, he prefers a mono-a-mono type of redo. I don't know why. Of course, he says as, uh, says as much, almost immediately issues a demand, I would want to have a versus with Jada solo. He has to deal with me on my terms, reveals Jimmy he better be prepared when it comes to a top three. I don't really have a list. I just get, I just, got, I just got real smoke with Jada. Nonetheless, the legendary lyricist nonchalantly ignores the summons. Uh, for the most part, the esteemed lyricist continued to mind his business. However, he finally makes mention of the proposed battle. Although many believe uh, Kiss to be the safe bet, he uh, he is utterly unmoved. All things considered, while um, speaking. With superstar Jay recently, um, Jada Kiss simply said, "I heard him say that. I heard him say that, but I didn't entertain." He confesses. Soon he, he he delves deeper into the perspective. I don't think verses would entertain it. I don't even think that people will want to see that. Nope. That he just shut it down. So clearly, Jada Kiss is not interested in a, a lyrical rematch. Uh, should he be? No, I, I don't think so. At first of all, it won't be even be a battle between him nope. and Jones. At all, it's a, nope. it's a, it's, he's Slow walking into, he's walking into sudden death. Um, mm-hmm. Jim Jones is, and it's, it's not even I don't think versus. It's nothing he can put up against Jada at all. Jada took on all of him by himself so last year. <laughs> Jada took him all on last year by himself. I mean, not literally, but he did kind of carry the team. He was like LeBron James or Kevin Durant. He carried the he team. So, um. Yeah, I don't see. There's no. There's no value in that. There's no money in that. There's no interest in it from people. What's done is done, um, and it's almost going. And it's been like a few months now. Nobody wants to see that. What's done is done. You lost. Jada did it. Let's find somebody else for for Locks and Jada Kid. Let's find somebody else. Um, I always I thought that was. I always said it was uneven to begin with. I never thought they should went up against Dipset because I didn't think Dipset was didn't have. I had the not lyrically strong like them. Like like the locks are, you know what I mean, collectively or individually. So I always thought that was a little lopsided, and it proved to be lopsided. Um, but hopefully, I think if they do it versus again, it'll be someone a little bit stronger to go up against uh, the locks, especially with Jada Kiss being on, you know, standing on stage with you. Yeah. Um, they have nothing to prove anymore. Jada Kiss has nothing to prove. Jada, uh, again, you know, the battle between the locks and Dipset, that says it alone right there. Jada pretty much single-handedly destroyed the entire Dipset crew, <laughs> the entire Dipset crew. So to have a battle with one person out of Dipset, 
what is that going to prove? He's going to destroy you like he did with the whole team. Mm -hmm. Lyrically, you're not strong enough to battle against Jadakiss. Jadakiss is nasty. He's nasty Mm -hmm. lyrically. There's no way that um, Jim Jones can compete with him. Now, I'm not saying that I dislike the Dipset. I like Dipset. I like the locks. But let's be fair with it. You're not going to win that battle. So I'm for Jadakiss or backing out of it. It's like, you know, he knows that that's not a battle. He knows that. So he's like, why compete into something that he knows he's going to win? People are not going to want to see that. They already seen he destroyed the whole Dipset. So why would they want to go see him go up against one person from Dipset? It's not worth it. It's not it, worth the battle. And what's interesting is that Jim Jones said on his terms. What terms? On his no terms. terms. You lost. Like, what terms? Anytime somebody say my terms, that means you know that person got upper hand. Like, come on, y'all. Like, anybody's going, well, my term, like, that means you know term. that person got I wonder what that term him. is. I wonder what that term is. What term is that? I mean, he needs it's to explain that. What term? If anybody who I, should go well, on their term is 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 he got to go on Jada Kiss term? It, it should be no terms at all. Like this battle, right. that's what it is. It's just that's what just what versus is. There's no you get back where no. you were at the garden and you battle. No terms. No, involved. I understand what that. You You're right. You're right. You're right, but I'm just, you know, just throwing that out there that if anybody who has an edge of term would be Jadakiss, not him. Yes, I agree with you. There should not be no terms in it. But so Jadakiss don't need this battle. Yeah, so him throwing out terms means it, it will help. It kind of helps him out a little bit. It will probably give him an upper hand, meaning all right, you can, I can do three to, three to one of your songs or something like that. You know what I mean? Or I, I can have special guests. Camera, I gotta come with me or something. I'm just throwing a spitballing, but uh, it's just like on my turn. No, you you just do a rematch, but it, it, there's no money in that. Doing a one on one, just can see that. It's no disrespect. It's just not what it is. And I'm not, and I'm not shitting on Dipset at all. It's just that yeah. there's no money in that, and there should be no any like I said, no terms. Just go at it, blah 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 blah, whatever, whatever. And you and you just <laughs> you rap. He don't even bring in no Cameron in that because Cameron couldn't even remember his own lyrics to a song during the dip set, um, during the um, versus battle. <laughs> he just totally forgot the lyrics to his song. Well, and everybody started anybody? booing him. They were, were lip syncing, but yeah, they were lip syncing over their songs, but there was one song in there that he was going off the, you know, with no music. And it was just him, but he just kept repeating the word over and over, and he couldn't remember it. Then he just gave up and said, oh, you got this. Everybody laughed at him, booed him. He wasn't, <clears throat> he wasn't, he wasn't prepared. He wasn't prepared. He That's wasn't. He's not prepared. This man wasn't prepared. Apparently the locks was, and, and they came, and he was rapping. They had no, it wasn't rapping with their songs or none of that stuff, so. If anybody need to redeem himself, it would have to be Cameron, in my opinion, in that situation, but um, but yeah, no, no, no rematch, and that's that. There's just no rematch. Name yeah, as it should be. Back out of it and move on to something else, Jada, because you don't need that battle. They're no, friends not at all. anyway, y'all. They're friends anyway. So please, all them people who think that this is, they're, they're, they are friends. They are longtime friends, you know. So <laughs> there's nothing that's going to come out of this. You back out of it. That's it. It's over. It's done. Yeah, he backed out for now. 
but we never know down the line. Money talks and, you know, sweeten the pot a little bit. You never know. But right now, it's just kind of like, nah. Because you, you can't, number one, it could be a business strategy where you was like, nah, I don't do it right now. Now, they sweeten the pot. Money talks and bullshit runs the marathon. You never know. Smaller venue, you never know. But I don't think it's going to mm-hmm. happen, and it shouldn't. And it shouldn't overall. I hope it doesn't uh, happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, it's just. I don't think his solo catalog, meaning uh, Jim Jones, can compete with um, any of Jadakiss's songs or lyrics or verses. And they not that's no diss. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth. Jada is the man when it comes to them two. Uh, Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. believes he'll be able to work something out with Tupac Estate over late rapper's catalog on Death Row. Uh, Snoop Dogg reassured fans that Death Row Records is in good hands. Weeks after he, he was an, uh, he was announced as the label's new owner, the legendary West Coast rapper sat down with uh, titles Elliot Wilson to discuss the acquisition and his overall vision for the imprint. Quote, I'm looking at Death Row just um, – I'm looking at Death Row – Appreciating, uh, appreciating for it for what it is. I'm watching. I'm watching how I'm putting Def Jam. He's still with Def Jam. I'm watching. I'm watching how I put Daddy putting Def Jam back in light. Um, they're hot again, says Snoop, who was named Def Jam's executive creative consultant in, in last year. People, uh, people mm-hmm. talking about them and artists signing. I like. I'm like shit. Imagine what I can do with Def Row. To be in control of the brand means that I got all of the pieces that I need to do what I got to do from the masters to the publishing to the IP to the label to the logo to everything. It's all mine, Snoop said. I'm able to move it around and do what I need to do with it. Under the deal, Snoop has assured control over the Defro brand, which includes everything from logos to merch to his extensive recording catalog. However, there were a number of albums that were initial, weren't initially part of the deal. Tupac's All Eyes on Me, and the Don Caluminati, The Seven Day Theory. Uh, during the, during mm-hmm. this conversation, Snoop suggested he secured Dr. J's The Chronic for, uh, for Death Row. Um, and attorney Dr. J has since clarified the album is not under Death Row and was confident he will work out a deal with Pac's estate. As far as Pac, uh, Tupac's Masters, Tupac's Masters came back to him last year, he explained, but I got a great relationship with his estate, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to work something out to continue some Death Row Tupac's business. Now that Snoop Dogg is in control of Death Row, same with Dr. Dre and The Chronic, I got The Chronic album. Snoop said he was interested in sharing updated versions of the Death Row catalog, potentially, potentially infusing, uh, infusing existing records with unexpected sounds. We uh, when we made the, when we made these sounds, EDM in Latin wasn't wasn't much. Now EDM in Latin run the world, and that's that's with no disrespect. That's with all due respect. He said those genres have been working to become great for years, and now they finally reach the high point. So he uh, so to to be able to take death row music to those types of collaborations is interesting. I may explore uh, I may explore that. It's doing. I may explore that. It's doing that needs to be done. It's doing what it needs to be done with the catalog because these songs are symbolic and a light in a lot of people's lives and upbringing. As for the new death row talent, mm-hmm. Snoop said he wasn't looking for artists who needed to be developed, but rather so, solid artists who were already locked and loaded and didn't have any beef. That's key. And mm-hmm. what I and what I do want and what I don't want is issues. I don't want no rappers or no people that got issues, beef, 
problems, misunderstandings. He said, I don't want that. I want people that make music. Any uh, any of the street shit, you've got you've got you've got ties to the neighborhoods that don't like this neighborhood. You can't get along. You can't go here. You can't. All of the, all of them can't can't be with me. That's what he says. You've got to be able to do everything I do. I can do I any. I can go to any neighborhood. I can I can go to any city, anywhere I want to go. I can I can go. I don't have I don't have to worry about somebody feeling like I'm disrespecting them or they've got to get me because my gang or my set respected their set or my homies respect their homies. This is a business. Snoop confirmed that he mm-hmm. was still con- exactly. on track. He's still, under, he's still under contract with Def Jam and will continue to serve as his consultant for another year. He claimed that during the early stages of his Def Jam partnership, he helped the label Inky deal with Benny the Butcher um, he said he met with Griselda rapper during a uh, recording session with DJ Wu Kid and immediately pressed pressed him about a potential de- uh, Def Jam deal. I'm like, what's up with you in Def Jam? He's like, oh man, they they lowballed me. I said, lowballed you? They don't know who you is. Snoop recall. He told me who he was, who he was talking to, and we're not and we're not talking to them. I'm going to I'm going to call the boss. You're going to tell the boss what you want. He's going to give you what you want. What you want, you're going to sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can bring mm-hmm. him to do executive shit. But remember, I'm an artist, so I'm going to always pattern it for the artist, especially hip hop artists. He continued, "You never know what you're worth. You never know what you're worth until you're overcharged. Uh, that's what we need to know. A lot of times we be scared. No, I go in and I overcharge. Um, mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it." Uh, yeah, I, like I, I agree with him. I like, I like the I fact that he said, "Yeah, go ahead." He's he's, he's stepping up um, for the other rappers mm-hmm. and 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 with the no beef crap and come on, man, it's about business. It's money. Leave that leave that street nonsense alone. Let's make this cash. There's enough money out here for everybody. And I like he took that initiative to. I like they took that initiative. You know, like look, you know, like just don't bring it to the boardroom. Lee that, let's cut it all the way through. There's money to be made. Let's go make it. And that's what's up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can't be mad at that. Like, yo, let's just, let's just have make movies, make movies, make music and movies possibly, uh, money, and keep it moving, man. I, I like that. Yeah, I, I respect him for that also. You know, um, this is about business. That's what he said. And he and he stated that in, in, in this conversation that this is business. I don't need all that buffoonery stuff. That that turf mm-hmm. wars and all that stuff. I don't need that. If this is what you're about, go to another label. But this label here, we're about making money. I, I, I respect that, and I think a lot of other labels should go follow suit. Record companies should follow suit of what he's doing. You know, so definitely. You know, maybe um, you know that uh, cool some people heads when they want to get into this um business. That hey, you know what? And and it should be in this uh, stipulation in the, in the contract too. You know what? If I sign you, and then later on you get into a lot of uh, beef with other people and wars like this, I'm dropping you. Mm. I'm dropping you. Mm. Mm. It should be yeah. a stipulation in there. And and listen, Snoop um, has the best of both worlds because you you're signed through. Through next year at Def Jam, and you're mm-hmm. and you're 
pretty much are watching the best of the best conduct business. And you can take right. that and you take that blueprint and use it for death row, you know what I mean, and see how see how it was done. And, I, and I'm like, damn, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's in a, a great position, in a great position. And Snoop right now is commercials. He's hosting TV shows. I mean, he, the guy is everywhere. So mm-hmm. I I really get it overall. It's like, keep that nonsense away, homie, because I'm making money in mainstream. And I don't know nobody messing that up. Which is, you know, some shenanigans, you out there, you know, whatever, and endorsements and everything you get pulled, he's everywhere, you know. So, and I get that. And and, and, and he already got to kind of clean up the reputation from the past for Death Row Records. And, right. you know, and, and the way to do that is tell everybody, like, all right, you got to come clean. You got to be clean, come clean, whatever, let's make this music. And I like it, man. And like I said, it, I think Death Row is going to be successful, especially he's going to, you know, work something out with getting the masters back from Tupac Estate and, and probably do a little, like, a rental service, so to speak, pay them a certain percentage just to kind of borrow them for a certain amount of time. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, he probably, he probably got an idea brewing in terms of what he's going to do. I can see I can see a best of Death Row coming out somewhere down the line. I think once he definitely ropes in uh, the Tupac situation and the chronic or whatever, I can see probably by 2023, maybe 2024-ish, I can see a whole, like, Best of Death Row, Volume 1, Volume 2, you know, with the old, with the classic stuff and probably some new artists. So I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he drops that. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that would be nice um, to do that. Um, you know, he stated on there that he wants some heavy hitters. He don't want, you know, no blood in there, right? That he's not looking for that. He just, you know, he's just focusing on the heavy hitters. Yeah, someone that's solid, like like solid, yeah. locked and loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, which is which I is guess, good. I mean, you know, yeah. you say that now, but I'm sure that somewhere down the line, they're probably, you know, somebody that's really hot out there, and he likes. He's gonna put them on. What I think with that is because if they're locked and loaded, it means they ain't got no street affiliation. Um, right. With doing this, so I think once he get established. He'll probably get the fresh talent, but he's still like, you still can't bring that up in here. So for right mm-hmm. now, get it off the ground. Let me get you, you're lock and loaded. You got no no garbage with you, no street affiliation. I could, I could, I could you know, make moves with you uh, right now. And probably, like I said, then down the line, he'll get a couple of blue chippers um, and bring them in. But the rule is, like, we first you walk through the door, read the sign. Here's a list of rules. You got street nonsense in the street and all that stuff. No weapons up in this joint. Be here to make money. And make music and just keep it moving. So I, I think that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, right. Speaking of music, we're gonna make a music break when we come back. We got a lot more stuff to get into. Uh, stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. <laughs>
city's a sucker. The 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 city's a sucker, man. The city's a creep.
Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. Don't forget, tonight, if you listen to us live, you'll get uh, the upload or download the special bonus surprise content from NYPA Entertainment Radio. And if you listen to us later on, like tomorrow or the next day or down the line, it's already out there, so go check it out. A little surprise for you guys, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Go check it out. Let's keep this thing moving. Zoe, what do you want to get into? Dr. Dre has crossed a major milestone some people, most people only dream of just three months into 2022. On February 13, the Beats by Dre Mogul joined Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and surprise guest 50 Cent for the historic Pepsi halftime show in the Super Bowl, which we all seen that. The 57-year-old legend um, is also legally single after divorcing his wife for 24 years. Nicole Young allowing him to move on, move forward with his personal life. Well, on Saturday, February 27th, 8 p.m., D. Eric Sermon, also known as the Green Eye Bandit, shared an Instagram post of himself in the studio with the prolific producer and announced they have been working on music together for the first time in their three-decade-plus friendship, as noted in the caption. Sermon said at least one of the songs will be for his forthcoming project, on dynamic duel. I mean, quote, I got to LA a day before the the um, Super Bowl. Uh, then two days after that was his birthday. After that, um, he wrote, "We worked on my new project." Um, the next day, he called Snoop Dogg. We made something epic for him. Then we made something for him after. Then he says, "Eric, um, that's three. What's next? God doesn't make mistakes. Um, and then it goes on. Eric Sermon then expresses gratitude for his ability to even link with Dr. Trey and admit that he'd been struggling with his mental health while um, tagging Sweetie Swanty, Sweetie Swanty, whatever her name is, producer Focus, um, and several others in the post. Thanks for the opportunity, he continued. We were friends for over 30 and never work together. A lot of people has been waiting on this um, to happen. Well, here it is. Thanks. Um, he thinks um, a bunch of people. Uh, but I'm ex- I'm actually excited, you know, because, you know, I like EPMD. I like Eric Sermon music. And, you know, he's a, a hell of a producer himself, you know, Eric Sermon. Um, so to see that, you know, he got Dr. Dre after they've been friends for like over 30 years, never worked together, and they're finally working together now. I'm excited to hear <laughs> this new project. Um, I can't wait till it come out. You know, I can't wait to, you know, hit the airway and, um, you know, see where, where it takes them. You know, it takes them back on top or what, you know, but I'm excited to actually hear this. So, you know, congratulations to the two of them. They're finally working together, and we'll see where that goes from there. Yeah, definitely. That's a that's a. I like I kind of like that collaboration of of Dre and, and Eric Sermon and uh, Sermon being a producer himself. So you probably get a little uh, best of both worlds, East Coast West Coast type thing. They're both legends in the game uh, in their own right. So uh, I, I've seen because I've seen their posts together on uh, social media, and I was like, all right, hopefully you know this one is that do come out and not just they there and don't ever come out. So hopefully it comes out with a single. Yeah. And, I think it's. I, I think it. I think it'll be good. Uh, I think it should be 
uh, good and having those two together um, on the same track, whether it's beat wise from Dre and lyrics from uh, Eric Thurman. I think that's cool. So uh, can't wait to hear the first single and see what else comes from that. But I think that's a good uh, collaboration right there. That's that's what's up. Um, Indeed. uh, Here are the top, here are the highest paid hip hop artists of 2021. Uh, The Thrones, uh, let's see, this past year, when it came to hip hop's top earners, uh, according to Forbes, uh, Jay-Z was the artist, Jay-Z and an artist formerly known as Kanye West top Greenberg's list uh, as is shared by Vibe of the highest paid hip-hop acts of 2021 uh, earned a reported $470 million and $250 million respectively. Diddy placed behind them at $75 million with Drake raking, at, uh, raking in $50 million uh, during his certified Loverboy run. I hope latest victory comes as a result of title and Armand Day Bridgenac champagne deals, while Ye's second place finish amid his Donda era is mostly thanks to the success of his Yeezy shoes. Um, Greenberg gave Rolling Stones the same estimate for Jay and Yeezy back in January, with the only musician placing between them on the list was being Paul Simon, uh, $260 million, and the only artist above them overall was Bruce Springsteen, $590 million for 2021 as his earnings. As for the current rap of, as for the current rap focus list, Diddy third place finish was a result of similar outside deals like Tarak Bakalan, while DJ Khaled locked in an impressive 35 million thanks to Pandora and Doshi Cabana partnerships. Also, are, are also features Tech Nine who secured an impressive digital only catalog deal, uh, and Wiz Khalifa who saw more momentum with his. Khalifa Kush Cannabis, Doja Cat is the only female feature on the list and tied for and tied for number ten with Tech and Birdman thanks to partnership with Pepsi, Candy Crush, and more. So the total list from ten to one is again tied at number ten, Birdman, Doja, and Tech Nine, twenty five million. Number nine, J. Cole at twenty seven, Eminem twenty eight, DJ Khaled thirty five, and number seven. Number six, Travis Scott with thirty eight. Quiz Khalifa is number five at uh, forty-five million. Number five is forty-five million. Drake is fifty, like I said. Number four, Diddy, seventy-five million on, um, in twenty twenty-one earned. And number three, and Kanye, uh, oh excuse me, yay, two fifty. And number two, and number one, Jay Z, four hundred seventy million dollars. And that's all in twenty twenty-one alone. Their earnings. So uh, mm. yeah, man, how culture and the stock business is that streaming and uh, streaming income is. Very doing people very very well, I must say. Very yeah. Good. And a lot of these artists that's coming up now, or this in this in this industry that's relying on solely on their music, they need to take lessons from, you know, like these guys who are strictly, you know, they just not relying on just the music, but they also making side deals, you know, other business ventures, you know, to 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 bring their um, earnings up the way they do. I'm not surprised by, you know, um, Jay-Z and, and Kanye and, you know, the others. I'm not surprised by, you know, you know, the money that they earn. I mean, you know, because they are business people. They work hard to get there. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these guys coming up need to take lessons. They need to watch what they're doing and do the same thing and stop trying to be down with the streets and all that stuff. Streets is not going to get you yeah. nowhere. Your homeboys who's telling you to do this and all that stuff, it's not going to get you nowhere. No. 
No. Not so at all. Take lessons. It goes, take lessons. It goes back to it goes back to what we were just talking about earlier. Snoop Dogg, like, make that money, man. It's about making the money. Keep that mm-hmm. nonsense behind. And you know what I mean? You'll be successful in whatever you're doing in the game or whatever the case may be. So uh, you mm-hmm. can see these cats here, man. They they not just hip hop but other streams of revenue coming in, um, to get you know, the fatten their pockets. You know what I'm saying? So right. I ain't mad at them. I ain't mad at him. Not mad at him at all. Not mad. Yeah. He's doing the damn thing. What else you got? Um, 50 Cent says he's ready to write Monique into one of his scripts as he called out cancel culture and the industry blackballing for her more than 10 years ago. Monique, of course, we all know won an award for an Oscar for a performance in um, Precious, but um, her failure to thank and acknowledge the director Lee Daniels led to an industry-wide boycott, she claims. Now, almost a decade later, the release of Precious, it seems that the gifted comedian and actress might be getting another shot at things uh, as rapper 50 Cent has expressed interest in hiring her for one of his current shows. The rapper has taken an executive producing and writing several shows for stars, including the successful show Power and later spinoff on uh, Raising um, Canaan and, this, and, and a separate show called Black Mafia Family. The shows um, have ranked the most watched in Black Household for 2021, and rightly so, as each show and its storyline is, um, is gripping and, and uh, relatable for many. Among those 50 Cent's cast are Snoop Dogg's Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and a slew of other famous celebrities. Um, now the rapper is ready to add Monique to the list. In a series of posts made on his Instagram account on Friday, 50 Cent called out cancel culture, depriving the actress of opportunities. I got to get um, <clears throat> back in pocket. We almost proposed to cancel shit that ain't good for the culture. We need you to win again now, Monique. <clears throat> we need you to win again now, Monique, um, 50 Cent said in the post. Um, I went to see, um, um, of course, Monique's stand-up show, Super Bowl weekend, um, and he says, oh, shit, it was so good. Um, She had my ass in a trance. Um, You got to go check her out, Um, and it goes on and on and on. You know what? Um, If this happens, if he gives her the shot to be on the show, she needs to take heed in it, be humble, and, you know, not put herself in a situation where, She's not may not get the opportunity like this again. So you know, I I I commend Fifty for giving her that shot again after she's been away from, you know, the television screen, the big screen or the small screen, you know, for so many years. Um, so, you know, maybe she should humble herself now, you know, and take this ride and and move on with her life. What do you think? Um, I think it's a great opportunity for her uh, right now. This is, I guess, her second chance, so to speak, to uh, get back on the big screen. Pretty much recently, 50 Cent, anything he touched, is pretty, it turned into success. Uh, this is her way to do it. Um, and hopefully it happens. I'm curious to see what the part is. I'm curious to see what the movie is and the outcome of it. And this should open the door. Now, 
the other nonsense, um, blackballing herself because she didn't think people, who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's deeper than that with the stuff that we don't know behind the scenes. Uh, of course, she she definitely didn't help herself any better by coming out and, and trashing two of the most powerful people in the industry. Um, that that right there didn't help. Uh, but at the same time, again, we don't know all the details on either side. So hopefully with 50 Cent uh, giving her this chance to get back on the big screen and maybe television shows or whatever, um, she can get back in the good graces. If not good graces, she just get back in the game, period, and mainstream with him backing her up, so to speak. So we'll wait and see what right. happens. I'm curious to find out what she did. I mean, what she did, what he wrote for her. I think it should be um, interesting. It should be fun, man. I just I, I want to see her back out there. She's talented um, overall, and how whatever went down and how it went down uh, remains to be seen. But hopefully, they could just you know get it together and she get back out there and just do the damn thing. You know what I mean? So right, right. Yeah, we just, you know. Hopefully, they'll be able to squash whatever beef that she had with people in the past. If if there was any beef, hopefully that she'll be able to you know squash everything. You know, it's not worth it. Just just you know, go out there and make your money. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, like I'm curious to see what he wrote for her and uh, what it turns out to whether it's a TV show or a movie. So it should be a lot of fun. And uh, speaking of which, we'll take another music break. When we come back, we got a lot more stuff to get into. So stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. If you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear, the time is here, and the microphones, and they wanna know, oh, 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 if you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear, the Trying to cash his microphone, check 212 Wanna believe my own hype, but it's too untrue The world brought me to my knees, what if you brung you? Did you improve on the design, did you do something new? Where you naming on the guest list, who brung you? You, the more famous person you come through And the sexy lady next to you, you come too And then the hitman, standing outside of heaven Waiting for God to come and get me I'm too uncouth, unschooled to the rules And too gumshoe, too much of a newcomer And too uncool, like Shadow and LaVille I battle with it with Though I need a holiday like lady who's some blue Go back, whatever you did, you undo Heavy as heaven, the devil on me two times two If you are what you say you are A superstar Then have no fear The time is here And the microphones And they wanna know Oh, 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 yeah And you better wait 
face shades Spotlight here can burn holes through the stage Down through the basement past the Indian graves Where the dinosaurs laid and out through China Nearly Mrs. Carolina's magnified times five That's the point that has the rhyme I ricochets off the moon and sets the forest blaze Now that's important to say Cause even with all that, most of us don't want it to fade we wanted to break, meaning we wanted to grow, meaning we wanted to stay Like the governor called and he told him to wait Unstrapping from the chairs, what's back in the cage? The audience they fade, then they ain't gon' clap and they ain't gon' praise. They want everything back that they paid. Cause they've been waiting since 10 to see the lights get dim. You are what you say you are a superstar. Don't have no fear, the crowd is here and the lights are on. And they wanna Chauffeur, come and take me away Cause I've been standing in this line for like five whole days Me and security ain't getting along And when I got to the front, they told me all of the tickets were gone So just take me home where the mood is mellow When the roses are thrown and my limbs are yellow When the light bulbs around my mirror don't flicker Everybody gets a nice autograph picture One for you and one for your sister Who had to work tonight but is an avid listener Every song's a favorite song and mics don't feedback All the reviewers say you need to go and see that and everybody claps cause everybody is pleased And then they all take the stage and start performing for me Like ha 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 If you are what you say you are A superstar Then have no fear The camera's here And the microphones And they Just let it go. 
If I'm an intellectual, whoa, I can't be sexual. You want to be sexual? If I want to, uh, uh, does that mean I lack respect for you? You're a grown man, why fuck that young girl? Are you lusting? If you got paper like that, then why you still hustling? Now you know your stomach too big to be wearing a shirt like that. So why you want to go and do that? Why you, why you, why you, why you wanna, why you wanna, why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Yo, why your girl get giddy when my name come up? How come the industry build careers that don't last? How come niggas don't know but they front and don't ask? Man, I don't know. I don't know. It's the question. It's the question, girl. It's the Or smoke when the slip slit is a revolutionary party. 
Word. Word. They ask me what I'm writing for. I'm writing to show you what we're fighting for. Say Khalid with Khalid. If it's hard, try spelling it phonetically. Not to just let it be like Nina Simone. Don't listen, B. Even when we suffer losses, I count the victory. Sometimes it's far in between. I'm sad to say you got my brain crowded like sunset on a Saturday. I know my son wept because his dad's away. Stop crying. Be strong for your mama is what I had to say to my little man in the army. Start the party. My crew hot. Fill these two shots like the blast from a double barrel shotty. It's got to be the man I tap the quality who makes you rock the body. Start the party. My crew hot. Fill these two shots like the blast from a double barrel shotty. It's got to be the man I tap the quality. I remember when it all started. Back in the day when me and mom first parted. I tap from the beginning. I stayed advanced. A young chameleon adapt to any circumstance. Yeah. Nigga, never been a lazy nigga Stayed on my hustle, concentrate to get the paper bigger Stay focused, my other cats stay hopeless My niggas stay high, I stay lower Stacking my chips to get a four uh-huh. This shit ain't over nope. Going for the gusto, keep getting that Provo It's hot tag, on the track like Flojo Bet you ain't even know I had Flojo Yo, make you rock your body Start the party, crew hot Fill these two shots like a blast from a double barrel shot Say my name, say my name, Molly, like Destiny's Child. Shine bright like my girl, heavenly smile. Or a suit on Steve Harvey. I'm tighter than them jeans that be hugging black hips, 70 style. Like Shaka Khan, ain't nobody. Set the stage ablaze like my crew, we burn it down like stage and smoky clubs where we party. Holla at my spit kicking, Steroman, De La Soul, Common Sense, and my man Biz Markey. Start the party, my crew hot, feel these shit like the blast from a shoddy. It's got to be the man hot tech and quality who makes you rock the body. Start the party, my crew hot, feel these shit like the blast from a shoddy. It's got to be the man hot tech and quality you got to. Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio. Let's keep this train going. My boy, Kodak Black, explains why mentorship with Master P didn't work out. Kodak Black has shared his stance <laughs> on what happened between him and Master P. In a new conversation with Streets Morning Takeover, Kodak said that he never gave Master P the cold shoulder and that they, and that they did try to work together after P reached out. Kodak went down to New Orleans taking part um, Oh, sorry, take part in some events that involving children. The vet, excuse me, the veteran rapper wanted to mentor Kodak, but allegedly for a price, for a price, for a price. So Kodak explaining that P was trying to get his business wanted a ten to twenty percent commission for helping Kodak. 
um, he tried to get Kodak to sign a contract. Their relationship was ultimately severed when Kodak wanted to do a giveaway for kids, but P didn't want to give the kids name brand backpacks or cater the event. At that point, Kodak started taking care of those of those details himself rather than working with P. Kodak eventually hosted the event by himself, but extended an invite to P who never showed up. Kodak added that he that when he pulled up to the event, the police said they would arrest him and that Dr. P also did a charitable event at Kodak's old middle school middle school, though Kodak never told P where where he attended. Uh, previous, P previously explained his side of the situation uh, in December um, a year ago following Kodak's Breakfast Club comments uh, where the Florida rapper said, how you, how you going to say, okay, it ain't about no money, but you, then you turn around and be on some money shit. P responded on Instagram saying it in a video, a lot of, a lot of these artists, when you try to help them, they say something crazy. The only thing I was trying to do with the with the little boy was help him. Prior to that, in 2017, P. Cosign Kodak telling the Breakfast Club, I, I feel like Kodak Black is underrated. He's probably going to be one of the next big superstars. It seems that conversation <laughs> between Kodak Black and C. Murder is what happened, uh, is what helped squash this beef, which Kodak mentioned in the song Too, Boo- Too Bougie from the recent mixtape before the album. He was still calling me with rumors I'm beefing with Master P. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. First of all, Master P is story. wrong. He is not going to be no no, no superstar. I'm sorry. There ain't no Kodak Black going to be the next superstar. He's wrong on that one. I'm going to put that out there right now. No superstar coming out of Kodak Black. I said it. <laughs> there's, uh, there's always two sides of every story, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. So... One one side said he charged money. Other side said no. The other one's doing something. Um, this this goes back to all the way to the beginning of the show. Where Snoop was like, no bullshit. Let's just make money. Just get along. No nonsense. This is nonsense here. This is nonsense. Just help each other. It shouldn't be about egos and cash. If you're going to do something for uh, the community, then do something for the community together. Period. If you're going right. to, if if someone wants to be mentored. The mentor, they don't let him be. If he if if he right. tells you or he shuns you, then then let him stand on his own two feet. Don't don't get mad at him. And if someone's trying to help you, then listen. Because especially P, who's been in his business uh, for a long time and has different streams of income and know how to, you know, for the most part, stay ahead of the game. Listen to him. So like I said, there's two sides to every story, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. Uh, what do you think? Um, I agree. Um, there's definitely two sides um, to you know to the to the story, um, and there's some there's a truth somewhere in there. But um, whoever's telling the truth, we don't know. There's a back and forth between them two. Again, we know that um, um, Master P has a track record on business. He knows how to keep money coming in. Um, Kodak Black, he's making money. I'm not saying he doesn't, but he's not a Master P type money. Mm-hmm. You know, will he get there? I don't know. That remains to be seen. But if it was me, I would take that hand on that offer and learn from him. How do you get there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then mimic that. <laughs> and then put in my own little, you know, spices into it. But I, I disagree with Master P, and I'm going to say it again. He's becoming a, a superstar? Uh, no. 
No, no, I don't see that in um, Kodak Black becoming a, the next superstar. I don't. I, I just don't see it. I'm sorry. Maybe somebody can argue that fact. If they do, give us a call, 516-387-1961. Call us here right now. We're on live, and let's argue about it. He's not the next superstar. That's my opinion on it. Let's discuss. We're not going to argue. Let's discuss, and we're just going to say you're wrong. That's it. Anyway, name the hashtag. Name the This is no argument. But you're wrong. Name the hashtag. Pay the full cast won't return for sequel. It'll be paid in full nursing home. If you know, the O2 paid in full starring Wood Harris, McCoy for Cameron became a cult classic with hip hop culture, and fans who have been waiting for the sequel can rejoice now that it's currently in development. Paid in full ended with Cameron characters Rico going to prison by implying he'll be back on the streets in no time, leaving the door open for a reprisal in the sequel. Doing a recent appearance on a leg- on NFL legend. Shannon Sharp's Club Shay Shay podcast, however, Dame Dash slash hopes of original cast returning paid in full, too. They're too old, Dame, who produced paid in full, and, mat- and said, a matter of factly, after he was asked if fans will see any of the original actors in the sequel. They're, they're all 50 now. We're, we're going we're gonna to make Cocoon paid in full? It'll be what? Paid in full nursing home? They're too old to play, play young characters. Paid in full was based on Harlem Drug Lords, Rich Porter, Al Alpo Martinez and AZ, AZ, Faison, uh, uh, times running the streets in New York in the 1980s. AZ is the only surviving member of the three, so his character appearance in the sequel wouldn't be to- too far-fetched. On the other hand, Porter uh, was killed in 91, and Alpo succumbed to his injuries after being shot five times in the chest during a ride or, during, while riding around in Harlem the Halloween of last year. Last month, they, uh, Dame Dash revealed in an interview that he's getting ready to start filming paid in, to pay in full two. Uh, the movie will be shooting in Newark, New Jersey, but this time telling the story of Harlem's relationship with hustling in the 1980s and early 90s. It's what happened after they put all that work on the street and somebody had to get that money back, Dash said. There's a lot of perspectives that people don't know. Uh, we chose three really uh, – uh, we chose three really one. Now I'm showing all perspectives. He added, so you'll see perspectives from the six stick-up kids at the time, see perspectives of the younger dudes. I was a younger dude, the 16-year-olds. Um, you'll, perspe- uh, you'll see per- uh, perspectives, easy for me to say, from Kevin Child, Jay Black, uh, everybody, loose and loose Sims. It's going to be off the hook, trust me. A lot of other little stories will be told. A lot of other stories will be told. Uh, Kevin Childs, Jay Black, and Lou Sims are all former Harlem drug kingpins who operated at the height of the crack epidemic. Painting Fool grossed over $3 million worldwide and had a stellar soundtrack with songs from Jay-Z, Cameron, Master, Master P, and more. Um, obviously, you wouldn't – number one, like I said, Rich uh, you know, was killed, so I bring McCoy Pfeiffer back. That's number one. Um, right. I would think if it's, if it's a – if it's a sequel, then yeah, I would bring Cameron back if he's older because yes, yes. Was older. <laughs> that this right. does not sound like a sequel. This is not that's a sequel. That's what I thought this was about. I but honestly thought this was back. that's what it was about. Right. Thank pick you. Away, yeah, we pick up where you left off. <laughs> like that doesn't mean you're fooling people under the guise of this being a sequel. So like, what do you mean to you? Like you, you get see, 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 see. Now see, now you 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 kind of 
lying a little bit. You try to with the false truth. That whole thing I right. read had nothing to do with the original one. It's a whole other story. It had nothing to do. You said paid in full too. That's a sequel. You pick up what you left Thank off. You. Those sequels do. You don't tell a whole other story. That's a whole other movie. You, you don't pick say up the when Godfather he got out of prison. Yeah. Right. You don't say the Godfather two and then you start showing a story about football. It's a whole other story. <laughs> whole other thing. You pick up what you left off. So I'm thinking like I mean, Joe I'll... and everybody else. You uh-huh. know, all right, he gets out of prison. Bring Cameron in. Mm-hmm. He's older. Yes. Right. And, and, and show what happens or why he was in prison. You know what I mean? Leading up, whatever, whatever. And that's it. And then bring Wood Harris back. It makes sense. It would make sense. I, I, you're telling the whole I'm glad story. you said it. Change the title. I'm, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> because oh Alpo was in his 50s when he died. Alpo was in his exactly. 50s. He was older. He wasn't still young. That's you know, so my interpretation of this that they were going to pick up from where it left off to lead up to his death. Exactly. That and was my way, interpretation. Not, right, and Cameron's not 50, so let's get that shit straight, number one. He's almost there, but he's not 50 yet, and he can still pull off the last couple of years. Like, he can do that. Um, right. And Wood Harris can still play AZ as older as older, but come on. You can do it, you can do it the right way. Um, I, yeah, he. This is this is um, this is some some bullshit. Where I can come up with, because you're you are telling you're showing you're saying you're showing one thing, and it's something else. It's not a sequel to Paid in Full. Just change the title. Just say Harlem Stories or some shit like that. This is not Paid in Full too. And you're doing it in Newark. So ah, the hell. Yeah, why are you doing it in Newark when it wasn't based in (laughs) Harlem? You know, I mean, he did it uh, throughout the city of New York, but Harlem, come on, why in Jersey? Why in Jersey? It has a sequel. It's not a sequel. Anyway, so anyone, listen, listen, we just kind of just, you know, just kind of just pulled the covers off this damn thing. This is not a sequel. He pretty much said it's not a sequel. Without saying it's not a sequel. He's calling it a sequel. But it's not a sequel because it's not picking up where it left off. This is a totally different bunch of movie, a movie with short stories in it, it's like a bunch of little short stories. Because all it's all yeah, over this the place. Cool. It's like it's like it's like a damn. It should be on Netflix, but like you know, episode one, two, three, and four, and change the name of it. I'll call it paid in mm-hmm. for the series or or short stories from Harlem. Like I said, Harlem stories or crap, whatever, something, you know. Um, it, it doesn't make any sense. That just doesn't make any sense right there. It's just no, like you no. have it right there in front of you, and you can utilize it. And I think it's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what yeah. he should do. He should pick up to it, and then, you know, since this is supposed to be the sequel, you pick up from where you left off and to the fall of Alpo. You know, whatever, you all go. his past came back and haunted him and, and led to his demise. There but, you, you know. It's just Dame Dash. He, he knows what he's doing, and he's going to do whatever, however he wants. And I'm sure he's probably not listening to people when they probably have put that in his ears. Let's do it this way. So, you know what? Let him do it his way. Hopefully it's a success. If not, then, you know, hey, it's Dame Dash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dame yeah. Dash is, you know, he, he has his own opinions and things, and, he, 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 you know, he know, he knows, uh, he knows how to make films. Anyway, uh, we want, we want to get into. 
<laughs> um, Logan Paul fight against Floyd Mayweather in, in 2021 was a huge event with both fighters expected to make a lot of money. However, Paul hasn't been paid um, his full fee yet and has been very vocal about this. Uh, it's unfortunate because it's Floyd Money Mayweather, Paul said in his latest interview uh, with um, Dazen. Um, surely I was going to get my check fairly quickly, uh, right? I'm sure I'll come eventually. Uh, I'm sure it'll come eventually, right? Then I realized, okay, I'm being strung along. This is classic. Hey, buddy, you're the guy in the industry. We're going to puppeteer you however we want with um, your money, so hop on for the ride and shut up, unquote. And quote again, but instead of shutting up, I make fun of him on social media and let everyone know that he doesn't have any money. Uh, I, I kind of joke, uh, I'm facetious, and I, I point uh, the fingers at Floyd, but I don't know if it's his fault. Maybe a little bit, right? Tells me Floyd doesn't control where the money goes. Or maybe he does, and he just a effing a-hole. Uh, continuing, Logan um, explained that he is particularly angry because he feels he could have invested that money by now. Uh, I just want my money, and I never thought I'd be that guy, he added. I'm ready to go to the next chapter of my life. There's an opportunity um, cost with me when I don't have fees that are rightfully mine. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a businessman. I'm creative with my money. I'm um, the ex-millionaire. Um, the ex-millions that he hasn't um, paid me by now could have tripled, uh, quadrupled. I'm good with money. I can make more if it's uh, if it. Uh, um, I can make more of it if I have a little, a lot. Um, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather. I don't know what's going on there, but um, he is what he said, money Mayweather. I thought that when you have a big event like that, especially pay-per-view um, event and all that stuff that, you know, the money will come um, almost immediately. People will get paid because I haven't heard any um, other fighters in the past complain of not receiving their money, you know, um, right away. So I don't know what's going on between, you know, Floyd and Logan, why Logan hasn't been paid all his money yet. Uh, why is it taking so long, especially when this fight was back in June of 2021? I believe, yeah, 2020, June of 2021. Yeah, June of 2021. So a year, almost a year later, and he still hasn't been paid all his money? What's going on, Floyd? I mean, you know, let's talk to us. Um, why hasn't he been paid um, yet? You know, you, you call yourself Money Mayweather. If you have the money, pay him. You know, I'm sure that you got all the money back from the pay-per-view um, event and all that stuff. I'm sure it doesn't take that long to receive all the revenues uh, from that from that um, pay-per-view event. So pay the man his money. You know, the, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that um, Logan filed a suit um, may he may have filed a suit if I if I'm not mistaken that he had filed a suit on you know on for not receiving his um his finances but this is ongoing and we'll see what's the next chapter you know for this 
you know, between Logan Paul and um, uh, Floyd Mayweather. What do you think? Don't you sign a contract that says you get your money? So how you how, how come he didn't get his money? That doesn't make any sense. Right. How do you not have it in writing to get your money and it's almost here you never got it? Type of shenanigans, like mm-hmm. what type of lawyer do you have or agent do you have? You sign when you know you sign it stating you'll get this money. So unless you didn't right. sign something or they or something or they just gagged you and did the fifty two fake out on you and was like, Yeah, we're gonna give it to you, play a little Jedi mind trick, you should have your money. You signed the contract. This is the first time I heard any boxer or wannabe boxer have an issue right. with getting the purse from boxing. With receiving their money. Right. Like you signed a contract. What's the hold up? Or didn't you? Or did they give you so partial? Like that that doesn't make any sense. So how are you paying yeah. your team? Your training team and all that doesn't make any sense because you use that yeah, purse doesn't make any to pay sense. your team. That, 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 mm-hmm. That's 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 weird. It's something it's something weird about that. And down the line, uh, it should pop up like what's going on. And I haven't heard Floyd said anything about it, but that's just that's that's just something odd about that. But staying in the world of boxing, here's an interesting story. Mike Tyson almost got into a fight with Michael Jordan. Um, everyone knows that Mike <laughs> yeah, ego Doing him according to uh, his Tyson's trainer, D'Amato, um, Tyson ego to make him confident and uh, perform at the highest level. However, he was never able to turn it off due to due to which he took an adversarial uh, attitude uh, towards anyone he sensed was a threat. Uh, the term "the baddest man on the planet" was not only because of because of him being the toughest to beat in the ring, but also due to do his dark phase at the time. Um, similar thing happened in an incident with Michael Jordan, but the boxing legend lost his cool. The two legends were uh, the two legends had one more thing in common, other than being born in the same hospital. They both once dated the same woman, actress Robin Givens. After Mike and Givens separated in '89, Givens dated Jordan. It does not sit well with Mike Tyson, who confronted MJ at a meeting at a meeting of some kind in Chicago. He accused Jordan of stealing his wife and used some rather harsh language to make his point. Jordan looks like, quote, Jordan looks like he just seen so a ghost. I know you messed with her, Mike says. You can tell me. You can tell me. Jordan, Jordan is obvious he just wants to get up and run. He wants no part of this. <laughs> and that's what he did. He got out of He got out of there quickly. So Rory Holloway, Mike's manager, who tried to stop him from being – Rory Holloway, Mike's manager, who tried to stop him from doing even this much, but he could not. Although it was a good thing that Michael walked away and defused the situation, uh, <laughs> it would have been a bad sight to see two legendary athletes get into a brawl. But it sure is nice to see Tyson talk about being born in the same hospital as Michael Jordan and having a laugh about it decades after the confrontation. Um, at that time, you, you in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, you would not want to mess with Tyson. No, nope. you just don't. He was, like you said, he was in a dark place, and it took much for him to be set off, and you did not want to get in his way, and it was good for uh, Michael Jordan to get up and run, skip, hop on one leg or whatever he did to get out of there. He, it's best that he is good that he did that. Because uh, if he probably squinted his eyes or blinked that Tyson wrong, Woo! It'll take one punch. It won't be no brawl. It'll be one punch. Lights out, whole side face, 
jaw broke the whole nine. He's missing the rest of the. He's missing the rest of the year. He's missing the rest mm-hmm. of the year. And that's mm-hmm. missing the whole season. Yeah, it just it's one punch and then that's it. Like that's. Yeah, that could have got ugly, real ugly, real fast. Smart man, smart man, Jordan is um to get up and get out of dodge. Smart man, because one hit from Tyson probably would have screwed his whole game up. He probably wouldn't have been the man like he is, like he once was. He probably would have been able to play the way that he once played Michael Jordan. He probably would have been like a total flop after that because he would have scrambled his brain if Tyson had hit him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart man yeah. getting up. <laughs> but I mean, I just got um, his whole ego. His ego would have been crushed, also. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Tyson, man. Michael Jordan yeah. knocked out by Tyson. <laughs> Michael Jordan in the hospital. Um, severe head trauma. Michael they, Jordan cannot you know, play like that, he wants. <laughs> it would have been allegedly. Said, <laughs> with, with that, with that being said. The repercussions towards Tyson would have been horrible because you know the Bulls would have sued oh, yeah. the shit out of Tyson. They'd oh yeah. Because he, oh yeah. They'd have sued his ass. Woo. Yeah. Man, the lawsuit that would have came after that, <laughs> man, he would not be out of pocket on that one. Because he would have definitely went nah. from bankrupt on the spot. Man, you, yeah. man. But you Michael there, Jordan you was a smart man to get up and you walk know, away. You up there killing the golden goose? No way. Chicago wasn't having an eighty nine when they was when they was on that rise. Hell no. Hell no. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walk away. Smart man. Walk away. Smart man. Walk away. A, you know what? You're being, a, you're being a better man when you walk away. Yep. And then you sitting there you know what I mean? Walk away, guy, right, homie, you got it. That's yours. She yours, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Whatever. Whatever. Like you, and you, you, you you got this? I'm Michael Jordan. I know that I have my antics on courts, but there's no way I can beat you. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's what he did. He left. <laughs> Walk out. I'm he out. Walked out. <laughs> Walk out. Just tell him, tell him what he wants to hear and, and go see her later on. That's it. He ain't going to know. Tell him what he wants to hear and like, see her later on. He's like, you want to talk? Let's, let's talk on the phone, over the phone. We're not going to talk face-to-face. <laughs> Right. Either way, tell him, tell him, tell him what he wants to hear, and then it's still see Robin on the side. Either way, just, just tell him what he wants to hear, and just, just hide. Just hide from him. Just hide the whole relationship. Yeah. So anyway, all right, uh, play one more music break. When we come back, we got one or two more topics before we wrap things up here on NYPA Entertainment Radio.
Welcome back to NYP, excuse me, NYP Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. Let's keep this going. The game says Kanye West did more for him in two weeks than Dr. Dre did his whole career. The game is giving Kanye his flowers. During a recent episode, episode of Drink Champs, the game uh, joined Nori for a candid interview. Uh, the interview hasn't been released yet, but the official Drink Champs IB page shared a clip of it in the clip you can hear a game express his sentiments towards Kanye West and Dr. Dre. It's crazy that Ye did more for me in the last two weeks than Dre did for me my whole career, he says. Um, as far as the game is going to be uh, talking about his upcoming project, his fallout with 50 Cent, leaving G-Unit, G and the new, of course, the new project, I think, with Ye and Dr. Dre on it. Um, I'm going to stop there and, and back up a little bit. It sounds like a kind of a backhanded comment about Dre. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm saying that uh, it's, it's like, all right, <laughs> you did. If I heard someone say, "Oh, so and so did you, so and so did more than me or two weeks than you did in my whole career," I don't say it's a compliment. I was like, "Damn, dude, what are you saying?" <laughs> like, what That's are you a saying? diss. Right. That's a that 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 is a diss right there. So I'm curious to see hear more of this come out in, in detail on why he said that. Because that's just a diss. I see no compliments. That's a diss right there. There's nothing you can bring mm-hmm. out of that. You can't twist that around. If I hear that, it's you know, and I say that to someone, they're going to, in my opinion, and, if I'm, and I believe I'm right, they're going to be insulted by that comment. What do you think? Yeah, I, I know if it was me, if I was Dre and I heard that comment, yeah, I would feel um insulted on that. You know, it's like, what, excuse me? You know, you're saying that he did more for you than I did? Why can't we equally have done anything, you know? You know, I definitely helped your career out. I mean, maybe Kanye mm-hmm. was there a little bit more, but I definitely took part in that. But, yeah, I would feel insulted on that if I was Dre. Right. Um, if I'm right. not mistaken, I believe – um. Um, 50 alleged um, comment on that. Um, you know, I don't have the story on that right now, but I, allegedly I hear that 50 Cent's did comment on that. You know, him and um, the game have their long-time feud um, with each other, um, you know, so uh, it, it will only make sense of him commenting off of that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but... Of course. Okay. I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> I'm beefing with you, and then I say a comment, and you see that comment, you gonna come. Come on, that's that's what he does. He can't, he can't sit on his hands. He can't, you know. what I mean, he got to say something. He got to put his thumbs to the to work and start tweeting someone or commenting. That's what that's what he do. If he had nothing right. to do with him, of course he gonna say something. That's that's his, that's his mo. I mean, it, it, let's be real. Yep. Let's be honest about it. That's that's what keeps uh, his name out there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's that's true. That keeps it, you know, keep everybody talking about him. It's kind of, like I said, kind of the Michael Jackson way of uh, just keeping people talking about you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. until your next project come out, whether it's television, film, or movies, that's what you do. So, uh, what do we get into? Um, Freddie P. Um, this is alleged. Um, Freddie P. Of Diddy's 2000 rap group, The Band. Um, has called Puff out claiming the music mogul is the reason for his his um, mental stress. Um, after clips from an old episode of Making the Band 2 began trending on Twitter this week with social media using 
users putting Diddy on blast for sending the inspired rap crew to get cheesecake from Junior's Restaurant, which I remember that. In Brooklyn, Freddie mm-hmm. went on Instagram on Wednesday, March 2nd, and shared that he has thoughts of taking his life due to the distress caused by his experience on the show with Diddy. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of people don't understand what I've been through, he began um, to explain in a 14-minute long video. This year alone, I've contemplated suicide twice or three times. I've done picture my um, brother walking in, finding me dead. I cried a few times thinking about leaving my son because you just get uh, tired of life. It's like no matter what you do, uh, what you try to do, you just got to keep battling. And he used the N-word, um, got to um, got, got their foot on your neck, um, using the N-word again, want to see you fall. Freddie went on to say that these using the N-word again, like Puffy, um, he's my main um, um, motherfucking reason why I really hate um, fucking life, dog. People don't even understand. Uh, Freddie P. later claimed that Diddy's relationship with DJ Khaled and Rick Ross are because of him. However, he never received any acknowledgement or even a verse from neither Khaled or Rose. And it goes on and on and on. And, you know, I I don't know what to say about this. You know, um, I, I guess I could kind of see, you know, where he's coming from on this, but, um, you know, it may have been more behind the scenes to really cause them to, you know, uh, react or contemplating suicide. It may have more, and, and you know, behind the scenes that we didn't see in front of the scene. So um, I can't see walking to get cheesecake and all that stuff will cause, um, you know, mental stress on you. It had to be more behind the scenes that, that, that would cause that. And, you know, Maybe he should need to explain more of what happened behind the scenes, you know, when the TV screens or the cameras wasn't rolling, what really went down behind the scenes. Maybe he needs to really, like, elaborate more on that. What do you think? Who who is this again? Um, His name is Freddie P. Of the rap group The Band. Of the rap group The Band. From Making the Band 2. Freddie, oh, 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 the sequel, Freddie. Okay, the sequel, the band too. Okay, cause I was, thinking, I was like, I don't remember the, her, the name in the original one. Okay, the walk through, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? That whole walking to Brooklyn get the cheesecake thing to making it, it was stupid. I think it's for a television effect. It was stupid. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was just a television effect, kind of something probably Diddy and the producers came up with. Just like it had not like, come on, dude. Yeah, he had to do something that's controversy, bring in the ratings or whatever the case may be. If he come up with something outlandish, you you gonna walk to Brooklyn and give me a slice of cheesecake? Like, where just slice of cheesecake? That's it. Like, what's the purpose? Like, you gotta hustle. You gotta earn. You gotta know what's like. Whatever that logic was, to me, it to me it, it just kind of just it didn't make any sense then or now. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that I had nothing how, to do with music. No, no, no. It's just somebody abusing their power for some cheesecake. Right. You know, and he wasn't there um, when he got he, back. Left. How about that? How about that? 
mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because uh, he wanted to go get it himself. He got a bigger slice. But, so, but uh, I mean, <laughs> it just didn't, I never understood. So I can see, and on top of that, nothing came from the band one or the band two. So I can see if I'm if I understood the article, I can see how it affected it affected him mentally. Yeah, that that could have possibly because, you know, we haven't heard anything from them. Right. So you went. You to know, I, God knows what happened behind the scenes, let alone in right. front of the cameras, and nothing happened with your career at all. Um, right. So I can see. I try to take his toll. I went through all that and. Yeah, I, I can see that because it, it, it was it was pure nonsense at the end of the day um, of the whole thing when you were pretty much promised, you know, put, they put the money in your hand, promised for more to come, so to speak. You know what I mean? And nothing became of it. Here you go, you have this kingmaker type guy in Diddy, and he's like, "Hey, come with me. I got this, this, and this." And for whatever reason, whether it's lack of talent or behind the scenes or whatever, whatever it is. Both, both both versions of the band never really materialized collectively or individually that I know of in front of the camera. Now I don't know about behind the scenes, but apparently this Freddie P guy, um, nothing came of it, um, big time for him. Right. So you know you feel some type of way, and I mean you should. Um, I don't know it took him too long to say something publicly, but I, I can see that it just it was the whole thing was was nonsense. That yeah, it was just it was shocking all because out of out of the whole thing, everyone remembers that only. That's it. Yeah, out of the, the whole thing. thing. Right. That's it. To the point even Chappelle spoofed it on his show. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> um so that's what you guess that's what you remember is just that it was that part. I want you to go from Harlem to Brooklyn and give me a cheesecake. Like, a, like that's all they remember. And that was it, and, and that's not and good. Walk. And, I, and, and walk and walk not, not, and not walk. Take the train, no taxi, no drive, nothing. Walk. So walk, walk, and um, that's and it's funny. That's their claim to fame, is being on that show, walking over the Brooklyn Bridge, fussing and arguing, confused to go get a slice of pe- a, cheese, a cheesecake there, and then walk back. Now, mind you. He didn't say, oh, by the way, get yourself something, sit there eating and come back. He just said, I'm hungry. Go go give me a slice of cheesecake. Abuse of power and showing how total asshole he is. That's not cool. That's not cool. You want you can it's other it's a plethora of ways to be more entertaining about it. So I can see why this cat probably going through something. Um in the whole situation it was lousy and and immaterial. I, I would like anything. to hear what I would like to hear more of what went on behind the scenes, you know, when the cameras are off, what went down. I would like to hear more on that. Mm-hmm. What what we didn't see, what they didn't record, how he treated them, were they really in the studio when the cameras were off? Like, was it just all a show? And not just from him, from both both versions, how many versions there were, I would like to hear their experience overall, like, hey, this is what really happened. We never was really in the studio. He said this is off of the cameras. I'm very curious to find out just how that whole experience altogether was, and what right. was told to them, what was promised, and because nothing, nothing materialized at all. Unfortunately, nothing materialized. Uh, but what will materialize on this end is that we'll be back live 
next week here on uh, Block Talk Radio, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Look at the clock. It's about that time. Let's do the shout-outs. Yep, shout-out to everybody who continue to follow us, who continue to listen to the two knuckleheads here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, shout-out to Kyle. Shout-out to Philly. Shout-out to um, New York. Um, as I say every week, you want to hear new topics, you um, hit us up, NYPA Entertainment at gmail.com. Remember to spell out the word entertainment, NYPA Entertainment at gmail.com. Uh, definitely shout out to everyone uh, near and far, though, New York, Philly, globally, take the time out to listen as those are the two knuckleheads uh, every week. Um, whether it's live or whether you down online, download. And remember, uh, by mid to late April, uh, we're shutting things down at Blog Talk, moving to Riverside.fm. Uh, more information will follow after that. And, uh, hey, later on tonight, a little special bonus show for you guys to take a look at. Um, you'll see the surprise I'm talking about. So uh, check that out. If you haven't already, if you're, y'all might be listening to tomorrow or the next day is already out there, but those listening to it live, Wait for it for later on tonight. It'll be it'll drop. You'll see what the surprise is, and then check it out. And there's more to come. Stick around. Uh, and like I said, as always, I know it sounds cheesy, but be safe. Look out for one another. Be nice. Keep the faith and all that good stuff. And we'll see you here live next week on NYPA Entertainment Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, the show's over. See you next week. Maybe. Yo, I'm not a preacher, I just like making good music. The show is over, the show is over. The show is over, the show is over. I think I'm paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind to the rain I've never seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing, uh. Making me pick and choose, win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left battered and bruised Choose, these niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man
having trouble finding the absolute meaning of life. Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by, but I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine. I'm just drifting away. These dreams keep me fueled to progress. This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress. Throughout the daily grind, I seek to find a peace of mind. No wasting time. I need to climb up to the top to make this mine. Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars. Can I line the journey is dark, but I'll find a source of light to help distinguish the goods and the evil. The benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I've built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relay to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry and then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant, and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture, my morals, of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl, she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain The show is over. The show is over.